All right, welcome in everybody to the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your host, along with uh, Chuck here. Hey, hey. And uh, what's your name, a, host? Yeah, it's Mike. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Word up. Yeah. We're broadcasting today from Can We Kick It's uh, Inner City Studios That's today. Right. So different location. Let's hope it sounds <laughs> uh, sounds okay. You Seems may- to be going well so far. Yeah. Yeah, makeshift setup due to various uh, <laughs> reasons. External uh, factors. Ex- external factors outside of my control. Yeah. Um, not outside of Mike's control because I made him come over <laughs> yeah. here. Because uh, I was uh, hit by a car today and <laughs> was T-boned and while I was driving in a hit and run. So I'm a little shaken but not stirred and but i didn't feel like driving out to our normal studio it's pretty hard when you're in traction and like you got all your like limbs yeah. tight. i mean you're in the bed I, right now just in traction yeah i've got like this little sling from the ceiling where my arms are in and then full my, body cast it's weird yeah my yeah. leg yeah so mike's holding the microphone in front of my face <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah but in all seriousness yeah. good uh yeah a little bit of a wreck today but yeah, it was wild. So yeah, it's good you came out of it, you know, unhurt for the most part. I know your shoulders a little messed up, but yeah. hopefully they'll find the guy. So or person, I don't have to be gender specific. It, it was a, it was a dude. Yeah. yeah, I didn't ask him what it, you know he identified as, but right. it, it would look like a guy. Would have been very progressive of you. I'm a progressive guy, and my insurance coincidentally is progressive as well. Boom. Double. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. (laughs) For all your auto insurance needs, even your boat insurance. That's right. And you have a boat. And it's insured with Progressive. (laughs) But surprisingly enough, my home is not insured with Progressive. It's with somebody else. Yeah, I know. I need to review that. So, how are you doing? I'm hanging in there. Yeah, I think, you know, you had your wreck today and we lost our sweet dog this week unfortunately and rest in peace max yeah big max and so had to deal with that earlier this week and but bouncing back um you know just spent time working and yeah had father's day was this weekend i don't know if you did anything special for father's day but um, went, went to my parents house and did some some grilling on sunday nice yeah um dylan was in louisiana and ashlyn uh was actually in california mm. um for work so we just um we took my parents out to eat on the boat nice. uh to a place uh in clear lake shores called schaefer's for mm. some seafood so nice. did that uh they came over and then we took the boat out and then that's about it so spent some time with the parents and not much else. It was kind of a relaxing weekend. Did my normal ten mile run Sunday morning before that, and but besides that, just kind of lounged around. Nice, which is nice. I've been going going hard, so it's it was nice to like sleep a little bit and relax. So kind of caught a little bit of a cold in California, so mm. I was recovering from that too. Yeah. So it was a good good weekend just to relax. Nice. Well, that's good. Yeah. You've been uh, watching anything? I, I don't know about you, but I think you finished it before I did, but I just finished Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I got some things I want to talk about. about but yeah. What, have you been watching anything special recently? So a couple of things. I watched um, I watched Obi-Wan Kenobi as well, six episodes, and we'll talk about that first. Yep. Uh, I've been re-watching Westworld, mm. season one through three. Nice. I'm actually on the fin- no, I'm on episode eight. I can't remember if that's finale, but I'm on episode eight of season three right now. 
And I'm watching that because season four comes out on Sunday. So yep. we're going to watch it Sunday night, and we're probably going to do a special pod on Monday to recap first episode and talk about what we think the season's going to look like. So Definitely. Um, highly recommend everybody watch Westworld. Rewatching it, I mean, the first, all three seasons are really good. I mean, the first one was, you know, the best, but season two is really good. And season three, while being different and kind of not well liked by a lot of people, mm-hmm. it was still pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, some kind of initial thoughts I heard. Uh, on the interwebs was that of people that seen screeners for the first few episodes of season four are saying like, it's back on track. Oh, good. Like yeah. with season one and two. Yeah. So season three got pretty fourth wall, like between yeah. virtual realities and, and you got like Rehoboam and you got yeah. the other thing at the other location that was predicted, <laughs> like two big balls that were predicting yeah. everything, you know? So it, yeah, it kind of crossed a, into different things that, you know... It's, yeah, they had some theories they wanted to flesh out and yeah. some cool ideas, but yeah, I, I, I haven't gone back to watch the whole thing like you have. I've, yeah. <laughs> today I watched like an eight-minute clip on Recap yeah. Westworld Season 1 through 3, and I only watched part of it, so i got to finish it just I, I to get back on track. I have an OCD thing where I've got to go back. I yeah. did this with Stranger Things and Ozark yeah. right before the season starts that we're going to watch. And this was before the podcast, too. Yeah, yeah. I would literally watch the, every season leading up to it. I mean, I've done that with five and six season shows. Oh, yeah. So. I used to do that. House of Cards was number one. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I, I used to do that. Uh, that and uh, Orange is the New Black. I'd yeah. go back and watch that over and over again, yeah. So we, we'll talk about Westworld. And then the other show that I start, watch, start watching two shows. We're not going to talk any about it, but yeah. One show on Netflix called God's Favorite Idiot is with I've Melissa McCartney card. and Ben Falcone, like her husband. Yeah, it's her husband. Yeah, yeah. And he gets hit by lightning <laughs> and becomes like an agent of God. Like to, <laughs> there's a war in heaven. Yeah. It's almost like the good place, but it takes place. It, it's like so stupid, but like there's some really funny stuff because Melissa McCartney is hilarious. Oh, yeah. But um, so... That has a season one on Netflix, so we're watching that. And then uh, um, this was kind of, I don't know if it was real popular, but it was critically acclaimed show called Reservation Dogs. Oh, yeah. It's on Hulu, and or FX, I think, on Hulu. And I have, like, two or three episodes in, and I really like it. It's really good. And it's got Hanzi from... Um, Season two of Fargo, the Indian. Oh yeah, and he's also um, in. Um, he's also Ketchita in Westworld, and he plays police officer in. Um, he plays a police officer in. Uh, Reservation Dogs. Okay, yeah, yeah, so good. Like he's, he's one a, of my he's, favorite. He's getting some heat right now. He's an up and coming actor. For, I mean, I'm sure he's been in a ton of stuff, but. A lot more mainstream stuff. I've heard really good things about Reservation Dogs. Like, it looks really funny. Yeah, and that's... I want to... I want to finish... So I can talk more about it. Yeah. But I think it's a good one to talk about a little bit, maybe on the podcast at some point, just Mm -hmm. to kind of... If we watch it and go through. But I've really enjoyed it. But it's... Yeah, the actor's name is uh, Zane McLaren. Hmm. And... You know, he he's on Westworld, he's on Fargo, he's on Reservation Dogs. Um, 
He was on Longmire. He's actually going to be in the show called Dark Winds, which is, uh, I think it just came out, or it's coming out. Um, it's a Navajo, he plays a Navajo police officer. Yeah. And uh, I've heard a lot of good things about that. I've seen the trailer for Dark Winds. It's on yeah. AMC. I think you have to maybe have AMC or AMC Plus to yeah. get that. But yeah. Uh, which, yeah, he's if been... you have Verizon, AMC Plus is free for like a year. Oh, nice. Yeah, I just, I got it until September for free, so I need yeah. to get on that. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's where I've seen the trailer then, yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, he's, I really enjoy, especially, I mean, a Fargo, he just, his presence on oh. the screen is just something else. Like, he doesn't even really talk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, <laughs> yeah. um, so that, and then I haven't started watching the one other thing I want to watch is called, um. Uh, the Old Man with Jeff Bridges yeah, is also just, on Hulu. that just came out. Uh, there's a couple podcasts that have been talking about that, like I think The Watch and uh, Prestige TV, I think, covered the first two episodes. I haven't watched it yet, but hmm. it sounds really good. It's like Jeff Bridges is kind of like a in-hiding, retired, former like FBI agent or undercover agent or hitman or something. Yeah. Um, but his past comes like looking for him. So. Yeah. And it's like old people. It's got uh, John Lithgow in it too. Oh yeah, and Amy Brenneman. So it's got like man, Lithgow's the, still going. Wow. Yeah, him. I mean, it's yeah, and he probably looks exactly the same. Oh so. yeah, but <laughs> he's always had that high receding hairline. It's yeah, great. I love. Yeah, I love he's looked like that in every movie and show. Uh, but for the past fifty years, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we'll go more into those. But that's kind of yeah. Been watching just a wide range of stuff in preparation for. Uh, and then, of course, we're going to talk a little bit about all man uh, for all mankind so after good. we talk about Obi Wan. So, yeah, um, I guess Obi Wan and for all mankind have been the main two shows. <coughs> Besides, just some guilty pleasure kind of stuff, and then so, trying to catch up on some shows that I've been meaning to watch. So, before we get into that, I want to ask you a question because we do this sometimes where we like, what's your all time like go to? Yeah, like if you were to like get, see a concert, right? I want to ask you. What's your like number one guilty pleasure movie? So for me, that's ooh, like I guess it depends on how you define guilty pleasure movie because like if it's something that if like I want to watch a movie that I've seen, there's two, there's three movies that I own mm-hmm. on my phone. Yeah, Idiocracy, mm-hmm. Rad. And North Shore and mm-hmm. rad 80s bike movie, North Shore and 80s surf movie. Yep. So those are like the ones that I watch repeatedly. I'll even sometimes put like North Shore on while I'm running. Yeah. And have it in my like little um, spy belt thing and just listening to it. Like yeah, I, yeah. I can visualize it yeah. because I've seen, seen it, it a so million times. times. Yeah. Like if you go guilty pleasure movie in regards of something that I like that like nobody else likes. Yeah. Would be like critically terrible, but you love it. Spring Breakers with James Franco. (laughs) Have you ever seen that movie? So I'll give you two movies that are awful, but I love them. Spring Breakers. James Franco plays this this guy that he's supposed to be uh, Riff Raff, who's like a rapper that is like outlandish, and he can be perceived. I think he's good, but he's kind of a joke. People think, you know, don't think he's good, but I like him. I like his, his, uh, 
songs and stuff. But it's supposed to be, and Riff Raff actually thought about suing like them for because it's pretty much kind of like it's him. The guy James Franco's like literally got like the same cornrows and gold teeth and like trying to talk like him as he's from Texas. But in the movie, he's in Florida, and it's got freaking uh, Selena Gomez and it's got it's wild they travel down from whatever college they go to and they end up like in jail and (laughs) and james franco like bails them out like they just end up like selena gozman's ends up going home but like the two other girls that are with her end up like getting shot and killed as they go and like try to take on this other rapper with james franco with all these guns like it's just wild it makes no sense yeah i gotta watch that it's amazing i love it in like it's so stupid, but it's it's my guilt that that and then we are your friends with um, Zach Efron. He plays a DJ, yeah, and he like talk- goes through a breakup or something. I don't know, yeah. like, but it's like it's like you got to get this many beats per per minute, and like you know that's how you get the heart rate up. Like it's all this technical stuff he's yeah. talking about, like DJing, you know, and there's DJing at various things. Awesome, but yeah, it's just so just like. Movies that are totally outside of something that I normally would watch. Yeah. Like, it's no thought-provoking, no mystery. Like, typically what I watch is shows that are mysterious, thought-provoking, or yeah. documentaries that are about real-life, like, serial killers or something where it engages my brain. And, like, those two shows are just, like... <laughs> it could be farther from any brain engagement yeah. at, at all. It's brain so, dumps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, it's just so preposterous that I enjoy watching. Yeah. Well, that's, Plus, I love James Franco and oh, I love yeah. Zac Efron and them trying to be like a rapper and a DJ. <laughs> yeah. And Selena Gomez, uh, Mi Corazon, is in uh, Spring Breakers and it's like, I'm like, I've got to watch that. So. Yeah, it's just so wild. I got to watch that one. Yeah. You should watch it. Yeah. It's great. If you can find it anywhere, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, it's on Apple TV. Yeah, I can rent it it from Apple. It was kind of the same feeling that Blanca had. We watched this Matthew McConaughey movie where he plays. (laughs) Did I tell you about this? I told you to watch that Beach Bum. (laughs) I told you to watch that movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She loved it. And And like the second time we watched it, you I got more than once. I got a kick out of it the second time because it was just oh, kind of no. the same thing as Spring Breakers. It's like it's got Max McConaughey and Snoop. It makes no sense. It's got Iowa Fisher, and it's like one of those where it's like they just someone said we'll pay you, you know, to do this, and you can just get high in like South Florida yeah. and the Keys yeah. and just wander around and say whatever <laughs> and record you, like. It was just, you know, so that's what, so let me. It's, actors do one for the one for the studio, yeah. one for the fans, <laughs> and one for themselves. And this definitely was one for McConaughey to do, like, yeah. that he wanted. I mean, you think about it, when some of the stuff they did, like, you know, Dallas Buyers Club, and, yeah. and even True Detective on HBO, all these, like, hardcore yeah. things, you gotta do, like, the to just, like. Have you seen Gold, where he's, like, a, a gold miner, and no. he goes down to, like, Peru or something crazy movie like he gained weight yeah like shaved his head like half bald like it was a ridiculous movie about like the world's largest gold fraud like gold mm. mining fraud ever and he's the lead in it it's crazy but well our next governor is pretty good yeah I mean, uh, yeah yeah i'm looking forward to him being the next governor yeah <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> Welcome to Texas. Well, I didn't know, Just Be- keep I didn't know Beto was in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So my guilty pleasure movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyhow, any, yeah. any, any hoozy. Yeah. No, any my, hoodles. Yeah, like, any hoodles. Yeah. <laughs> any hoodles. Fatty Boombaletti. <laughs> well, Babe Ruth was a big fat piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, my two guilty pleasure movies, ridiculous probably. Uh, Waterworld. I've never seen it. Kevin Costner. Yeah. Huge budget. Terrible movie. Yeah. I fucking love it. Second, The Postman. Oh my god, both Kevin Costner movies. Oh my god, movies. I've Jeez. never seen either one of them. Holy smokes. Postman has Tom Petty in it. Whoa. Is it, he in an another postman? Role. Yeah. It's so <laughs> he's like the leader that he's like a mayor of a town in this post they're both like post apocalyptic like movies. Is the postman different than El Postino? I think it is. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I think they both mean like the postman. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, if you, yeah. If I'm going to give you one to watch, watch The Postman. Okay. It's better than Waterworld. <laughs> but they're both pretty critically horrible. I've been to Waterworld when it was in Next Asteroid. <laughs> when it was in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, that's, yeah. So, I mean, those are your guilty pleasure. Yeah. Is there any movies that you will watch on repeat that, like, aren't, well, that are like movies of your youth that you aren't you wouldn't consider like I don't consider Rad and North Shore terrible. Other people may like I consider Spring Breakers and Yeah. Whatever terrible. But did you have like what was the movie you're twelve years younger than me, what was your like growing up movies that you watched that like you could put on repeat now and you would still know every line and you could still visualize everything? Oh man. And I, I do that. I'll watch a movie with Jackie, and I'm not even watching it. Yeah. And I'll just finish the sentence before they're done. And she's like, how do you know? And I'm like, I've seen this movie like 30 times. Um, probably going to go Back to the Future trilogy. Yeah. As movies of my youth. And then the other one that I can put on any time of day, doesn't matter. I can quote the whole movie, Hunt for Red October. Weird, but yeah. I can watch that movie a thousand times. But those seem kind of older for you than... Yeah. I mean, because I know Back to the Future was, like, 80s for me. So, like, I remember, you know, when that came on TV. It's like, I don't think I saw the first one. No, I, I did see the first one at the theater. Because yeah. I remember, um, no, no, no. The first one I saw on TV, and that's where they did uh, the uh, To Be Continued afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And then the second one I saw in the theater, and I remember being so hyped as, like, a 10 or 11 or 12 year old of going like showing scenes of the freaking railroad track <laughs> yeah. the railroad and like on the next back to the future like what because they yeah. already filmed both of them back to back crazy before, movie you know. for back then to be like hey by the way we filmed a sequel and then another sequel yeah and here's they filmed two and three movie. at the same time and then yeah. released two when three was also done yeah like it's just wild so. i can remember when as a kid and this is how old I am and compared to millennials these days. I remember growing up and we would go to Kroger. Yeah. And Kroger had a VHS video store in the store. Oh, wow. And I'd be like, yo, I want to rip back to the future too. And I'd always, I knew where the cassette was. Yeah. And I'd go grab it and we'd rent it. And now, like, kids are like, they didn't have a VHS blockbuster tapes. or a Hollywood yeah, was, video in your I, town? I, I'm sure they did, but for whatever reason, it was just convenient to just go to Kroger because yeah. it was like in the front corner of the store. I don't, yeah. It's so weird to th- like looking back now it's like yeah. why did Kroger have a VHS store in it? Yeah I know like so in Deer Park weird. there was a Hollywood video and Blockbuster and they were like right next to each other 
and you would fir- you first go over to Blockbuster, and you would wait. If they didn't have it, you would wait kind of by the the thing to see if anybody was returning yeah. it. And you would try to go at like by the time they were due because everybody's rushing back to <laughs> drop them off. Yeah. And then if they didn't have it, you'd run over to Hollywood Video, which yeah. was like like a quarter mile walk, and you wouldn't even get in your car. You just like run over there and see if they had it. Yeah. Um, but we, we did have a blockbuster, but it was further across town. Talking yeah. about Kingwood, right? So across. Oh, town. you were in the northeast. Yeah, at yeah. The time. So yeah, I yeah. didn't know if it was Alabama, Kingwood, or Alvin, <laughs> or Manville, yeah. or Lake Jackson. Yeah. Or, no, I was in Kingwood, yeah. So, yeah, it'd be on the other side of Kingwood, and we lived down the street from Kroger. So did your like Blockbuster right have, like, real gold and diamonds on the sign in Kingwood? I think it did, yeah. Okay. It, you had to have the membership card to get in. and Yeah, you yeah. had to scan it to get in. It, it was like, yeah, you had to run your credit score to get into this Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> Kingwood was pretty, uh, pretty gauche back in the day. Yeah. Now it's like... It's like any other town. Yeah. Yeah. It's Kingwood. Yeah. But that's funny. Those are your... Guilty pleasure movies. I've been wondering that because Jackie asked me the same thing the other day. She was like, "What's your what's your go to like movie?" Yeah, and I went with uh, Hunt for Red October. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Like, I've seen it. It's kind of like it's a few good men as well, but mm, I've yeah. never really rewatched them very much. Um, but I'm sure I've seen both of those a lot. Yeah, you know I mean. Those were big movies back at the time, so... Yep. I will own a DeLorean one day, I can tell you that. Yeah? <laughs> because of that being such a huge influence on my childhood, yeah. Are you going to wait for the, the De- electric DeLorean? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the picture of that, and I'm not blown away. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm holding right. out for the Cybertruck. <laughs> you get a... Yeah, get the Musk Cybertruck, the Tesla? <laughs> yeah. Only if the doors Drug. go... Only if the doors go... Whoop, yeah, whoop. only if they go... Like this. Like yeah, the, not yeah. like this. <laughs> We're going to have to post the gif of that. Yeah. <laughs> like this. Yeah. Tres comas. Oh, my God. But yeah, so let's talk a little Obi-Wan before For, for All Mankind. Yeah. So. I finished that what, today. Yeah, you just finished it. When I did watched, you finish it? Two days ago? I watched it Wednesday, the finale. Okay, yeah. I've yeah, been watching it every week, yeah. so Maybe I've been on top. Yeah, keeping up with it. Yeah, what are your thoughts so we're not going to go episode by episode. No. What are your thoughts on the six season, six series, six episode series season as a whole? I was not blown away. Yeah, it was hyped to no end. Like, oh my gosh, Obi Wan and they're bringing Hayden Christensen back to be Darth Vader to some degree right? to show him in a flashback sequence yeah. of the training, and then him in like the back to tank, and you can like barely tell it's him. Yeah, and then like at the end where he like is it's like the final duel and. Obi-Wan, like, cuts his mask, and you can see, like, half his face. Like, okay, that's Aiden Christensen. So he filmed for all of, like, three days. Yeah. During the, Anyways, super hyped. I was let down by it. The best episode, in my opinion, was the last episode. Yeah. That was my first initial take. What What did you think about it? Yeah, I... You know, I watched all of them. I thought I really struggled through the first four. Yeah. I think in the first four, you had the first four or five, you had like two rescue missions mm-hmm. out of the six were kind of similar type episodes. And then the the finale was pretty good, but I think, you know, out of all the Disney Star Wars shows, I would, I rank Boba Fett ahead of this, which Boba Fett, most people did not like. I, 
I thought it was all right. The only thing was, good about Boba Fett was the last two episodes. Yeah, Boba Fett turned into Mando season two and a half, yeah. and it started to cook at the end. Yeah, I would. Um, I agree. I would put Boba Fett ahead of this. Yeah, I mean, obviously Mando Mando is one, and then but I would have Boba Fett better than Obi Wan. I don't. I guess I never really. I don't. Not a big, big that big in a Star Wars, so my opinion maybe doesn't count. But I never understood the. I never like was like, oh, I wonder what Obi Wan is doing. But I think, you know, where he, the the thing I took about, the thing I took away from the series was, all these other people like were working for the Empire, but secretly helping force sensitive people. There was whole underground networks of this um, trying to protect the ones that survived Order 66, the purging of the Jedi, and anybody that's Force-sensitive. And then there's Obi-Wan hiding in a cave and just being kind of a wuss. I, I don't know. It was just... It made it like I was... And then the other bad part about a fill-in story is... You know that not, nothing's going to happen. I mean, yeah, we saw like Tala, which is I think a new person in the, in the in the Star Wars canon, and she died. You know, she sacrificed herself, and we saw Wade, poor Wade, the only guy that in all of these shows nobody dies. Reva gets stabbed in the stomach, yep. and then is still alive. Yep. The Grand Inquisitor also gets like. Uh, lightsaber murdered and comes back at the end to survive but like wade goes down his ship goes down or whatever and and then tala dies but everybody else if that's not a stormtrooper like has oh, yeah. lived through like fucking lightsaber stabbings like which is okay because the, the stormtroopers are clones and they don't have souls so it's all yeah, right. yeah yeah that's the only okay part are they all that. gingers underneath yeah <laughs> sorry i'm no, a ginger so I can they're, they're all clones of uh jango fett boba fett's dad uh-huh. Yeah. Are they really? Yeah, they are, yeah. Uh, wow, yeah, if you, okay. if you go back to, like, episode two or three, yeah. Obi-Wan stumbles across them being made for one of the Sith uh, Lords for the Empire, right, to battle the to battle the robots. Yeah. And, yeah, they're all genetically made, well, at least originally, were genetically yeah. made from Jango Fett, Boba Fett's dad. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, so <laughs> it's like, okay, they're all the same person, technically. But, yeah, every, you're right, I didn't think about that. Everybody that is in the Star Wars stuff, like... Emperor Palpatine, the original Emperor from yeah. the like, lives in the new yeah. Star Wars movies at the end, and then uh, Darth Maul, the red faced guy, yeah. is still alive somehow, yeah. and he got chopped in half. Yeah. Like it's just funny, like nobody we, dies. We know Darth Vader dies, obviously, at some point, right? I mean, Luke yeah. kills him, but but like, well, he he sacrifices himself, and then he just dies. Yeah, on his own terms. <laughs> yeah, so I mean it. That so we know that so there's no stakes no like and I guess that's the hard part in this series is that the main two characters Leia and Obi Wan no matter what happens you know they will live through the oh yeah the series yep so there's no stakes never at any time it's like oh well they're in this. The first time they have the little sword fight, sorry, and not t- <laughs> the little sword fight, they, it's like, okay, well, nothing's going to happen to either one of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then. 
He it, fights him later, and then he's like dragging Obi Wan through like the like flames and the yeah. coals and stuff, and it's like, oh, he must end up okay because he lives to be like eighty. Yeah. So I mean, that's in you know you know Leia from the other movies. It's like nothing's gonna happen. So there's no real stake. So I guess maybe that's why I didn't get involved. I mean, what are your what are your thoughts besides that it sucked? <laughs> besides yeah. that, it's disappointing. I guess kind of overall. It was. I mean. It's for really deep Star Wars fans, I think, because there's a point where he goes to, I guess, the Inquisitor's base, right, which is, like, half underwater, half not, and he, like, stumbles upon, like, that, Obi-Wan calls it the to- the Jedi tomb or whatever, and there's, like, characters that are entombed there who, if you, like, watch the cartoons and stuff like that, you would know who they are. And then there's, like, carvings on the wall, which he says is, like, there's somebody there that he knew, like, okay, so clearly somebody in canon went through there and then he found like a whole like trove of like lightsabers which then goes like because when (laughs) when you get to a new hope with luke and he's old enough to fight there's like only two lightsabers left in the entire world and they're luke's and darth vader's and so it's just there's this whole and he picks what i remember in in like it's like the fifth or sixth episode he picks one up and He's like holding it, and it's obviously somebody's that he recognizes, and it's like, okay, well, I don't know whose that is because I don't know lightsabers just by from the look of them. So yeah, yeah, it just <laughs> everything I read about the show and that I I watched in it just raised more questions than it answered, and I think that's what people were hoping for was that it answered stuff. Yeah, and instead Disney's going to be like, guess what? We're doing a uh, third daughter. Spinoff with uh, Inquisitor Riva or whatever her yeah, name is, a third lived. daughter and fifth. Uh, no, a, a yeah, a fifth son, third daughter buddy comedy, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> just back to back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it, it just I I was way hyped for it. I don't yeah. think it went the direction I wanted it to go into. But hey, that's what Disney wants to do with it. So yeah, I just I know I think it was like. And you kind of have the end where they introduce, you know, Obi Obi goes back to Tatooine and talks to Ben and then gets to meet Luke. I think some of the nostalgia stuff at the end in episode six was good. But, I mean, it's really just to fill in the gap of the canon. Yeah. And... To drive people to Disney Plus, it really there's no movement of the story. Like, like there's no talent going forward. We know there's like a fifth son in the Grand Inquisitor, but no one knew the third daughter. No, so like, I don't know if I really like the actress that played it, though she did really good. But I don't know if the character was developed enough to. Because her goal is to go after Darth Vader. Who she survived lightsaber stabbings twice. Yeah. Once as, as a kid. Yeah. And then once as yeah. an adult. What? So what's, you know, there's always like a running joke is like, especially in early on in the show, but in, throughout the movies is like, why use a guy like, they use the, the blaster instead of the, it's like, use the lightsaber. Yeah. It's like. Well, okay, maybe they should keep using the blasters. The <laughs> lightsaber apparently does nothing. Yeah. But in one hand, it can chop off someone's hand, but you can stab somebody through the stomach, and apparently no yeah. one in the Star Wars universe has, like, internal organs yeah. that will bleed out. Or yeah. unless I heard this on, I think it was on the House of Art podcast. They're like, 
It could be the lightsabers um, cauterize the wounds. <laughs> like I just cauterize the inside of your lungs. I was cracking yeah. up when Maui Rubin or Joe Robinson would have said that. And I'm like, that's great. Okay, I can see that, that. that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. All right, it ca- cauterizes a wound. And yeah, um, I think that's why big like drawback on Star Wars this generation for the most part is because in the like original movies, if you got hit with a lightsaber, like you got chopped in half, man. Yeah, your hand like in. A New Hope, like, Obi-Wan, like, chops a dude's arm off. Yeah. And then Luke gets his hand cut off, and then so does Darth Vader. And then, like, you actually got hurt. And then I was watching it today, and Obi-Wan is, like, fighting off all the dudes outside of the hangar. And he's just, like, hitting them with the thing, and they're like, ah, like, like, they just got hit with a blaster. And I'm like, I get it, he was ricocheting some shots, but this dude actually got hit with a lightsaber. He should be in half on the floor. but. Yeah, I mean, maybe his force powers aren't strong enough to, to, I mean, I don't... So, I didn't know force powers inhibited Kyber Chris. Oh my god! Yeah. See now you're getting me into Star Wars. Yeah. Shit, so man. yeah. So I'm not. And anybody who's like big into Star Wars is probably going to hate me in my analysis yeah. of this because I'm not a big historian on it. But yeah, I just we'll we'll maybe have uh, someone on at some point that can go into the lore and all the nice history and details of everything but yeah just definitely not not our forte at least mine like i love star wars and i can get into it but once you start talking about like the cartoons and you yeah. got to watch like the clone wars and animated Rebel, series. yeah the animated series yeah thank Don't you yeah, it no, it's not cartoon yeah, yeah. yeah that's fair because i watch gundam which is the robot stuff so i can't make yeah. fun of anime um <laughs> but yeah like once you get into the anime like animated series and stuff i just can't get into it yeah and there's so much more canon that they yeah. try to bring into it that i just miss out on but even like with the boba fett whenever you had um uh the little roger looking dude from american dad that was at the end the blue guy um oh yeah yeah this the gunslinger yeah 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 i don't remember but his he name. was from the um animated series but yeah. i didn't watch that but when i saw him i was like oh this would be this is a really cool character yeah and it was like, oh, it sucks he got shot, and I don't, we don't know that he died yeah. for real, but um, that was, I didn't watch animated stuff, so I was like, oh, that's cool, that's a good character. And yeah. I guess Obi-Wan, I don't know, I'm sure he's in the animated stuff, but it's like, you know him from, you know, Save Me One, Obi-Wan, You're My Only Hope, or mm-hmm. whatever Leia says in the message, and then... And doesn't Darth Vader kill him in... Mm-hmm. In A New Hope. Yeah. Yeah. So, in I mean... Episode 4, the first fucking movie he dies in, like, the first half hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so there's all this canon, there's all this lore around him, because you only see the dude for, like, just back in, like, but, 78. You only saw him for, like, half an hour. But same thing with Boba Fett, and that was a fascinating yeah. part, is because, like, Boba Fett and Obi-Wan, you don't see them very much, but they're... You see these fringe characters that you're like, oh... Bet that dude's got a story. But that's what I'm wondering, like, Ahsoka. Because Ahsoka, yeah. was was she only an animator or was she in any of the movies? She was only an animated. Yeah. And maybe in, like, w- f- one through three, but only for, like, a moment. Yeah. She had no lines that I can remember yet. But I, I just hope, I mean, a good thing I have no, I don't know anything that happens to her character. So maybe it'll be more exciting because I yeah. don't know the stakes or what. I don't even know what, what time period except for in Baby Yoda and Mando, right? Yeah. Like... Yeah, I guess that's post Empire Fall. So, and she was around during the Clone Wars. So, she's around for so she can't die for the most part. But we yeah. don't know her story at all unless 
A, the animated series, and B, yeah. the books. Yeah. And the books have been around since the 70s, and I bought one to read, and that's when they talk about, like, I think Ahsoka mentions him. His name is Thrawn, and yeah, he's this Thrawn, blue general yeah, yeah. guy, right? Yeah. He's yeah. only been in the books and the animated series. Yeah. It's like, I want to see more of that guy, but it just doesn't seem like they're going that way. But, yeah. I mean, we'll see. So, wasn't our favorite. Yeah. Episode six, I will admit the nostalgia stuff got to me yeah. in the last episode when he like he's like, do you want to meet Luke? Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah. And he walks up and he's like, hello there. Which but, is straight out of episode four. Yeah. Which is amazing. It was just a great callback to the first Yeah, and movie. then you have, I think the end of episode five, you, there's a shot of, like, over Luke's bed, like, baby Luke, yeah. kid Luke sleeping. And you're <laughs> like, oh, wow, we're going to go into the Luke stuff. Yeah. yeah. So. Which I know when, when we talked about <coughs> when the show was coming on, I had a problem with uh, they didn't. They're not using the force powers like very much, and like in the video game, like Star Killer, I think is his character, like brought down a whole like Imperial cruiser. Yeah. Episode five, like Darth Vader actually was able to hold a like a cruiser from going out into space. Yeah. Thought that was pretty dope. That's the only time and you he ever forgot see that. about the second cruiser, but um, or the transport vessel. There was like when there was two transport vessels that allowed. He was so focused on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you forgot the that one, there was another one. Yeah, yeah, that got some of the people out or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I feel well, bad for the guys in the first transport vessel. Well, that's what they're like. I mean, the cool part was there when he, it was he's so they're Obi Wan and and Anakin are so focused on each other. Yeah, and they can't let go of that relationship. So I think they could have done more diving into that relationship and where they didn't. I mean, and Darth says Anakin's dead. Like, you know, he's yeah, like, I'm, I killed him. I killed him. I yeah. Like, and I love how he knew that Padme was pregnant. Yeah. Anakin did. He's just not going to ask Obi-Wan about his kids. Like yeah. he left with Padme. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why don't they just go to like one of those, the canteen and like, <laughs> They just have a beer and they talk about like Luke and Leia are doing, and you know, I love the Family Guy shit where they're like yeah, they go to the cantina and it's like, yeah, okay, we'll take requests, play that same song, okay, here we go. Oh jeez, yeah, just throw it out, talk about it, get over it, get back to rolling the rolling the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, but but I don't know any final thoughts. No, just that I think For All Mankind is the prequel, prequel, prequel to all the Star Wars stuff. <laughs> yeah. it's We're going to find it's part of Star Wars canon. <laughs> yeah. Like, at the end of episode, uh, end of season seven of For All Mankind, like, there, Ed is still going to be alive somehow. He's going to be 117 or 140 years old, and he'll be in the... Uh, not Nebulon Galaxy or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's Star Trek or Star Wars, but he'll be in whatever galaxy and he'll show him like, we discovered a new planet, Tatooine. Yeah, <laughs> it's, right. like, it's got yeah. three moons. It can sustain life. Ed has been away from Earth for 150 years. He's yeah. now 250 years old, thanks to relativity. He just had a son. He's going to call it Abraham Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. it's a uh, yeah. And he travels into the galaxy near the the planet where Matthew McConaughey and then went where they lost seven. <laughs> for, <laughs> yeah, so really, like he should be dead, but he's only like 
65 years yeah. old. Yeah. So. Oh, that's great. Sorry. Yeah. yeah no, it's, that was yeah. my. That was all I had on Obi Wan. I don't know if you had anything yeah, else. Yeah, I think we talked a little longer than we thought we'd talk yeah. about it, but we did some shit talking. Yeah. yeah, it's. It just wasn't. I wasn't vibing on it. Maybe watching so many other things, but yeah. wasn't wasn't my cup of tea for this round. So we'll see what comes next. Yep. Um, but yeah, we got for all mankind, which we're watching season three right now. So. So good. <clears throat> we watched episode two, which yep. by the time you hear this, episode three will have um, come out on Apple TV on Friday. Yep. But episode two, what are uh, what are your thoughts? I think uh, a lot of our theories got proved, uh, or it, it were proven to be true where we thought this show was going. But yeah, you know, Molly got fired, and Ed. I think you called Ed going to work for Helios that. SpaceX Elon Musk venture. Yeah, I'm trying to find my text uh, right now <laughs> to you. Where uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to read this here. Uh, sorry, uh, please stand by as uh, <laughs> as we are watching or we are reading through text to try to figure it out. Oh yeah, so yeah, last week in our pod when we were talking about episode one. Mike called Molly getting fired. Uh, you did say she was going to get fired and go work for the private, which I think she's still going to happen. There's still a chance. Because, yeah, we'll, we'll go in there. And yeah. I called Ed going to Helios, yep. the private space company. Um, and that happened in episode two. And I think that's with what happened with Molly getting fired and Ed and Karen now at Helios with um, uh, Dev. I think Molly's... Next episode, we'll probably go over there yeah. in some capacity. Maybe it's the same role, the astronaut, uh, ASCAN uh, <laughs> director. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought we have a lot of issues with this episode from a kind of believability standpoint, yeah. which you sometimes have to suspend in alternate reality shows. Yeah. But... I think um, we got first one kind of the start of the episode where in, in, in episode one, the Polaris, Sam and um, Karen, Karen's yeah. space hotel, three people died. The <laughs> like all kinds of issues, right? With when the damage, it's real damaged. Uh, Lawsuits galore. Let's and, be honest. And like, Dev, the Elon Musk um, surrogate, is going. I'm gonna Karen brings Karen out to the desert, which I'm wondering where this desert is. Yeah, West Texas, maybe or maybe. oh, it's where it's Boca Chica. No, it's yeah, where SpaceX right. is. Yeah. And he's like down in the valley. I yeah. want to buy your company for this amount of money. She's like, whoa, it's way more than you could buy us for pennies on the dollar yeah. and. It's like, yeah, what do you do? Like, this makes no sense. All the lawsuits, all the insurance claims, all the people that died. And Fortunately, injured. everybody on the station at the time were good friends. So I think they just were like, yeah. we're cool. We're not going to sue. Like, yeah. yeah, there would be so many emotionally damaged lawsuits come out of that. They almost all died from gravitational forces. Yeah. And yeah. we don't know how that affects the body. Like, True that. In 
they could have further health reasons. There would be some like class action suit, yeah. even if the survivors' families that were not in space at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you think it along the same lines, right? It's just yeah. And then you what, have to suspend the believability a little bit because, like, he wants to buy this hotel from her and then convert it into a new like ship. He's just to gonna go to add Mars. it on to his like ship. Yeah, he's, <laughs> I'm gonna slap these new rockets on that I'm testing out here and. I didn't know if I honestly didn't know if it was like South Texas or it was a desert. I didn't know if it was like fucking Africa. Yeah, I'm gonna I was be like, honest is with it, you, are dude. we in Egypt? Yeah. So like are the pyramids? Is this like Mozambique or something? I have no idea what's going on right now. Yeah. And she flew all the way out there, but yeah, and then he like gave his impassioned speech and she was like, I think it's worth a little bit more then. And he was like, Fine, ten percent more. And he she was like, Deal. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, he could get this thing at auction. Like the yeah. first space auction ever for a, for a hotel. I, I think it more. I think the more likely scenario is that you've like the episode should have started a newscast like uh, the embattle the <laughs> hindered space station Polaris is now plummeting towards Earth yeah. with the projected landing of this. So if you're in this area, most of it should burn up. But if you live in this region, you should book out for right. like <laughs> debris from the Polaris. Yeah, and, and <laughs> but it's like. Oh, we're somehow going to connect another rockets to it and then repair it in space and take off to Mars. Yeah. And beat NASA and the Russians. Yeah. And then, like, Margot is so wrapped up in her own. She, like, lives at the office. Yeah. And she's got a schedule full of stuff. And Molly can't make a decision on who's right in the first episode. She can't decide who's going to lead the Mars yeah. mission and then realizes that. Margot was gonna like create a committee to take her power away, and she was like, "Oh, Deke was always right. The pencil pushers were gonna take over." Yeah, and so she's like, "Okay, Ed's gonna be the new guy," and like Daniel Poole, right, yeah. the other uh, space uh, astronaut, like is like on the backup, and it's disappointing. And Ed then invites his <sighs> daughter to go to space yeah. with him, who's yeah. in Antarctica, yeah, studying doing her thing. Bobby Moppies or whatever he yeah, said. Some, yeah, the sarcophagus yeah. something. Yeah, his dad joke or whatever. Yeah, that was... But... in which I thought was hilarious because they're doing, like, FaceTime. Yeah. And it was, like, an actual Apple, like, handheld. Yeah, yeah. I saw the logo at the bottom. So I'm wondering if it was... So do you remember when Apple, before the iPhone, they came out with a handheld? It was called the Newton? Yeah. And I wonder if that was like the Newton of then. Yeah, yeah, it could be turned to successful instead of like a flop. Right. Um, So I thought that was funny, but you mentioned something earlier, like with his acting and Molly being blind, like it's not the greatest moments in the series. In terms yeah. of acting, compared to the first two seasons, in in this, yeah, we were talking off air. Like, I think the acting has been pretty brutal through the first two episodes, even though I really enjoyed them. Compared to like the first and second season, as like Molly is playing, you know, now she's blind, and just the acting seems off, and Ed, the acting seems off, like. It just doesn't seem right. Karen is kind of playing the same, but I, it just feels like it almost feels like they're phoning it in compared to yeah. how passionate and engaged their characters were in the first um, couple seasons. And it may be because their best their best assets 
in the first two seasons was there like flying space shuttles and right in Jamestown and you know on and Molly you know was on the on the moon in Jamestown when she got uh, the radiation yeah, in the second season that was pretty sick and yeah. then in the first season she was part of the 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 women astronaut training school and getting them so a lot a lot of action type versus sitting at a desk, right? Yeah, that's so, a good point. We had there hasn't the only space stuff we've seen has been on the station, right on Polaris. Yeah, and the end of this episode, right? Alita is on the moon. Yeah, and that's and you, I think you talked about this last <laughs> week, and we talked about like every like every week they're setting something up, and you're like, watch Alita's gonna be like up there next weekend, and like. Yeah. They, she literally was up there and like didn't even show her journey. No. It's it's become so normalized yeah. in this reality that the we see her getting news she is going to the moon. She's not had astronaut training, she's an engineer yeah. or whatever. C- civilian. And yeah. the next week like literally the next uh, Yeah. It may I, not be the next week, but within a I, short time. I think Marco frame, said like you're going up next week. Yeah, I think it was a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's on the moon. It's like, 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 <laughs> facetiming. Like, and then it's like no one cares in her family that no. she's on the moon. Like, and this has been her dream since she's yeah. a kid. She facetime her. Uh, I gotta go. And like the son is like, "Hey, mom. All right, see you later." Yeah. Like, and the husband's like, eh. "It's like they're just, it's just <laughs> bonkers." It, I think that's a great po- point. In like, once you start doing that kind of stuff, it just becomes mundane yeah right it, it's not greatest feats that you know it's not a moonshot anymore right yeah and so i think it is funny because she gets up there and she calls and like her husband's not home yeah and her dad is like looking for his keys i don't know what's going on with his character he's like in a totally different tv show just by the way like <laughs> that guy is in like yeah all my and children or something i have no idea what's going on he was fine like yeah he's you know buying his daughter the ticket he's buying alita the bus ticket telling her when to get on and get off He's working at NASA as a janitor. He, you know, gets in trouble, but he's securing, like, passage for his daughter everywhere. And now that she's, like, at NASA and he's back in the U.S., he's just like, yeah, he's 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 in a different different TV show. <laughs> he's in a totally different story. He, like, he's in, like, Father of the Bride 3. Because, like, yeah. he's like, your dad made enchiladas again tonight. He yeah. put onions in them. Yeah. He knows I hate onions. Yeah. And it's like... What does this have to do with anything? <laughs> yeah. 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 So her husband's not home. Her dad is like running around. Her son is like, oh, cool. Baka, baka, baka. They had and, to like, get her back off. to the moon. Like they had to get her to the moon quick because that story was flaming. Yeah. Out. And yeah. I'm wondering, I'm hoping they don't do something like, you know, which was good in the first season, but where, where Ed and Karen's son gets hit by a car and dies yeah. and they struggle like, oh, do we tell, do, you know, hopefully nothing is like. Yeah, you, know, you know, she's on there and the husband doesn't like, I want a divorce or some like You know what I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. Her dad probably has Alzheimer's and they don't realize it. Oh yeah, that could make sense. Maybe he dies or has to be put in a home while she's up in space and then And then she gets a ticket to Mars. I'm calling that one now. Ooh, Jordan for the three. So yeah, yeah I'll read it to Mars. Let's call your shot, right? Yeah. Uh, so so and it, Basically, what it's setting up is a three-way space race yeah. to Mars. Yeah. In different form and fashion. You got the private, you got Russian, you got 
U.S. and there's still some outside speculation China may come into the fray. Mm-hmm. But let's say that you got these three. We know from this episode now that basically, so we'll we'll kind of just that throughout the episode, so Molly gets fired. Ed never quits, but yeah. he at the end. Deuce. He's on stage with Karen and um, Dev, Dev saying, yeah. like, he's going to be the commander of their spaceship. We know Danny Poole is going to be the commander of NASA's mission to Mars. Yeah. Round out the crew for us. So I think on, I think we're going to have, this is my wild speculation. Hit private. Me. Private company is going to have Ed. Yep. Kelly, Ed's daughter, who he tries to get on there. Possibly. Molly. I could see that. Blind Molly is going to go first in her dog. It's going to be the first dog in space. (laughs) First dog on Mars. Yeah, Yeah. first dog on Mars. First blind. Like, I think that dev guy is very progressive and obviously will buy. Karen and Sam shit company for. I got a theory, and so like in NASA, I think it's going to be Daniel, Alita, and um, uh, the son of oh, Danny uh, Stevens. Danny yeah. Stevens, yeah, for sure. And that's they're going to be all on the moon at the same time, waiting to go, and that's where you're going to get Ed and Danny yeah. fighting because Danny's going to be like, "Hey, I fucked your wife." Right, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that's so spot on. Yeah. <laughs> So true. I think it'll be something like that. I think Molly may retire from okay. everything, but her husband's gonna go up. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go wild card here. Either Dev goes, Ooh. so you'll have Ed leading it. Yeah. Either Dev goes as a part of it. Yeah. Or Karen does. Ooh, oh, Ed, Karen, and Kelly, and Kelly the whole family, the first family of space. Ooh. Or Ed, Karen. Maybe somebody else. Yeah. But then the U.S. mission is going to be uh, Poole leading it, Alita, and they're going to pull Kelly in as a fuck you to Ed. Ooh. Yeah. I, but you still got to put Danny Stevens on one of those Yeah, Danny will be there. Yeah, yeah. Because it'll be like a four or five person crew because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. nine months to Mars. So yeah. like, I think it's going to be a huge fuck you to have Kelly go to like on the U.S. mission. Ooh. And then he's on the private. But yeah, I get like, there's no way Dev is not going to go in my mind. I don't know. But yeah, Danny will be there and he and Ed are going to get into it. <laughs> Fuck, by the way, I fucked your wife. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see the movie The Campaign with Will Ferrell? Dude? He's like, I'm your wife. <laughs> he made a video of it. He's like, I want you to run this campaign ad. Oh my god! Uh, you know who had you know who had mustaches? Uday and Kuse. <laughs> that movie I, is hilarious. That movie is the most underrated yes. Will Ferrell movie. Sorry, totally agree. Yeah, different tangent, but <laughs> Uday and Hussein. Um Thank you for leaving me of my recon- recon- recognizance, <laughs> officer. I have had three or four small batch bourbons. <laughs> 
Oh, it's so good. Great movie. But let me ask you something. So for all mankind, we have the space stuff, which that's what I'm waiting for them to get to is let's get in space. Let's get to the moon. Let's get let's get headed to Mars because we know that's coming, right? The players will be converted. The U.S. will have whatever theirs is. We don't know what that's going to look like. And then the Russians, which I think we've seen a picture in the trailer of the Russians, and it's like straight out of 2001 A Space Odyssey looking like. I'll have to show you. I don't know if you've seen it. I'll have to show you after this episode. But then you have like the political, social aspect going on where Ellen is running for president. We know she's a lesbian. Mm -hmm. And her husband, and I have his name here. Oh, jeez, I had it. Yeah, uh... Not Jerry. Um, it was like Kenny or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I liked I liked them in season two. Um, and they have a kid now. Oh, Nate. His, yeah, his Nate. name is Nate. No, they have it, a, no, well, the actor's name is Nate. It's oh, Nate Cordry. Oh, yeah, okay. It's Rob See, Cordry's brother. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. But, yeah, they have a kid. And so I'm assuming in the 90s they have in vitro. Well, I mean, they can still. I mean, they still can bang one out just to yeah. get a kid for the political purposes. Sure, I think that's what kind of they settled in after season two, where they they're locked into that relationship for sure. Yeah, once uh, her girlfriend from the bar, yeah, decided to go back to Austin yeah. or whatever. Love how they throw Austin. She's like, I'm yeah. gonna go work bartend in Austin. Or I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I love about the show is they throw in like actual areas. Because yeah. like in season one or two, where they accuse, I don't remember Nate's real name, but anyways, they were like, yeah, we saw we have uh, rumors that you were in the Montrose area yeah. of Houston, and yeah. it's like, oh, I love this town because yeah, they know, know these they, areas, and I think that's part of the allure for like you and I yeah. from Houston areas is NASA space program the. The references to, you know, different places. Yeah. And, and so I think it's, I think that's always what I, I like about it. Yeah. That's what his drama Larry Wilson. Oh, that's it. Larry. That's it. Yeah. So they have a kid, but then she's running for president, right? Yeah. And she has to choose somebody to balance the ticket. And she's running, I, I think, on the conservative side of yeah, the ticket. Yeah, she's a Republican. Yeah. And Bill Clinton's a Democrat. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. And so she picks this, like, brag guy who's like, the governor of Texas or a yeah. governor of a state? I don't remember yeah. which. And he's, like, more conservative than she is. Yeah. And he's like, I'll fall in line when I need to. Why do I not believe anything that guy says? Uh, because he looks like every other politician <laughs> yeah. nowadays. That, that, Old white male. Yeah. yeah. It, it's part of the establishment. Now, could he, like, could he be different? I mean, you never know, but usually... You know, a zebra doesn't change his stripes, yeah. and I'm sure he'll get I'm, on the ticket. Ellen will implode somehow, like yeah. he'll like throw under the bus, and then he steps up, and it's going to be Bragg versus Clinton. That's just I'm calling that. And she's going to go back to space. Yeah, she's yeah. going to go back to NASA and president of Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I will run for president of Mars, and Ed's like, I'm going to be president of Mars. <laughs> And like Molly's like, yeah, Ed's more equipped than Danny. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, what a wild. Um, it's such a yeah. The first two episodes are good. Yeah, like I love where the show was going, but let's get to Space Man. That's what yeah, I mean, that's what good, this whole show is about. The good thing is t- these are ten episode seasons. Yeah. So it's not like 
we often talk about things are better in six to eight episodes in ten. Yeah. But with so much, so many different things going on in the show, I'm ready to get back to space. Like, I want them... All right. I, I, tomorrow's episode, Friday's episode, I want to be like, all three agencies are like, all right, we're on the launch pad. Here's our crew. Yeah. Let's get to the moon. Yeah. And then we're going to battle out for like, you know, we're we're going to move our set up there. And then because you're going to have to go. We see the discovery of Mars in the trailer. So yeah. it's not like. Yeah, yeah. It's not like at the last, I don't think, episode 10, you're going to see like, oh, we're at Mars. No. Like, it's got to start getting there pretty quick. I think they'll be there by episode 5. I think so. Episode 5 will be the landing, probably, yeah. Yeah. But I I was just laughing. Can you hear me on the microphone, probably? But I was just laughing because I was thinking, so Clinton doesn't win, and then Bragg somehow becomes president, and Lewinsky still is in the White House. (laughs) (laughs) That could be the yeah. It could be. That could be, be the next scandal. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, that could be the timeline for the season four, and they're like, yeah, uh, Bragg has an affair with intern, or yeah. you know, yeah. or I mean, Quentin has a pretty big lead in the show. Yeah. They talk about so. Will they revise that, or will they stay true to that? Yeah, will or will the Whitewater or like, controversy take over? Or Bill Quentin gets elected. And then the next timeline it says for season four is like Bill Clinton's wife has an affair with Texas governor or something like or with with Ellen Wilson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Ellen gets elected president and there's still an affair with Lewinsky. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking an affair with Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little unknown wife of Bill Clinton is, uh, <laughs> right. has an affair with Ellen Wilson. Stay-at-home mom with no intention to ever run for political yeah. office has an affair with... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, something so wild. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I, that's what I love about the show, is anything can happen, man. Yeah, and I think that's... I think that's what we tend to... to Ooh. enjoy. Oh, man. Does... Does Ellen become elected president, right? Because, let's remember... They still keep some of these like commissions that actually happen for yeah, like yeah. the Challenger, right? Yeah. The Rogers report, but it was for the near nuclear explosion in space. Does the Ken Starr committee investigate Ellen for being LGBTQ? Yeah, I could see that. They're yeah. like maybe she arranges a special visit for a bartender friend yeah. to the White House and then Yeah, we don't we, we know they're like locked into this relationship, but are they happy? Well, I mean, are, I think are they do they have side pieces? Yeah, I mean, you saw in season 2 they did, yeah. right? And so I think the interesting part in I like that's what I liked with the second season how I think it was the second season um where they got in depth in the relationship and how they were each having you know, Larry had the boyfriend for yeah. a little bit, and he they were going dancing in Montrose all the time. <laughs> right, right. Like, like no one would ever see. I mean, come on, it's in in Houston. Like, you go out to Montrose, and maybe not at that time because there was that kind of like, you know, it wasn't as recognizable, and you would stay away from yeah. certain areas. Sure, um, but I mean, we go places in Montrose, like. Um, to happen we place. have we have friends that um, 
Emily and Rafa that are like when they come into town, we go to like places with them. Oh yeah, and I mean, but it's it's like normalized as it should be. Everybody should yeah. be able to live whatever they like. Yeah, but at this time, it was stigmatized. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's interesting to explore that and where they're in this relationship and they both are in other relationships or now are they truly just committed as partners and they're so ambitious on their political and business that that's, they don't, they're just, it's a marriage of convenience. Right. And they're happy with how that is. Yeah. You know, there's no, they're living kind of like an asexual life. Right. You know? Right. And so, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that explores it this season. Cause I normally wouldn't like, I don't like a lot of the person, like I yeah, want to see yeah. space in a space show right. and a, but I did enjoy last season as they explored their different relationships. And then you see like the stigma at the time, Alan's like, I can't, or actually the bartender lady yeah. realized that and let, like, I got to let you, you, you're going places. Yeah. And if we, and I'm it, going to Austin. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to Austin. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's it's one, that's one aspect of the show that I want to see them develop further, right? Because yeah. they're they're building it up. She's running for president. Let's 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 get to the moon. Let's get to Mars. But let's let's get the presidential campaign going because yeah. I want to see that debate with yeah. with fake Clinton. Debbie's so great. <laughs> yeah. Like like is it going to be like she's going to be on one side of the stage and then it's going to be like historical clips yeah. of Clinton and then he's just going to win just based on his historical stuff? Like I think that'll be amazing how they do that yeah and i like they do that with the camera when they do some of that stuff like when they were showing her um talking about running and the yeah. clips and then the campaign ad they had for her campaign ad like bill clinton's gonna raise your taxes by 220 <laughs> yeah. billion and i'm like yeah. my god yeah that's right we did have political stuff back then it right. just we didn't have twitter and facebook all and commercials yeah it was just commercials yeah and uh, so, yeah, it was, it was, it's interesting to see. Yeah. But yeah, I think there'll be some, that'd be cool to have a little debate. Or they go to, they're like, we're going to have the first debate on the moon. They no, go to the yes, moon. Yes. And like, Ellen's like, Bill, you can ride with me up into space. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just hope that they go, maybe Clinton does get elected, but I want to see like Clinton give his like, I did not have sexual intercourse with that woman, but from the moon, like. <laughs> Yeah. What is, like, is is Bill? You've been accused of sex, or uh, President Clinton? You've been accused. Uh, Alayda Ramirez has accused you of yeah. sexual harassment. I'd, I'd love to see that. He's answering it. He's just floating in space. I did not have sexual relations with that. Woman. Yeah, he's on a. Is <laughs> like decompressed. He's, he's on like a space. Around. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, they didn't take my call when I gave suggestions for the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, we've got to we've got to work on our own show. Yeah, we'll write a treatment. Got <laughs> to <laughs> put a got to put a, a, a plan together, and it's going to be a space show about nothing. Oh wait, they already did that with Space Force. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I never did watch the next season of that. I yeah, heard it was terrible. Yeah, it was bad. Damn. Um, 
Any other thoughts on For All Mankind? I got a question for you. No, I loved it. I can't wait to see where they go with it. I hope they just get crazy. It's like a soap opera almost. It's a space opera. Yeah, it's a (laughs) space opera. Yes. New term, trademark, TM. I'm making the TM sign. Mike just trademarked space opera. I've never heard that before. You never heard that? Oh, that's a thing in science fiction. Yeah, space opera. Star Wars is technically a space opera. Because okay, it's okay. tragedy It's and not all a that. space musical? Oh, is there a space musical? I don't think there's space, space musical. Spaceballs? Yeah. Is that a space musical? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I brought that to a White Elephant gift party one time. Space the balls. DVD of Spaceballs, because oh. I found it at Walmart for Great like pick. six bucks. Yeah. <laughs> six dollars. <laughs> oh, poor Mel Brooks. <laughs> great, great stuff. Oh, that's good. What was your... What, uh, you had a question? Question. So, wrapped up all mankind before we wrap up here. If you were to write a TV show, what would be, what would you write a TV show about? It'd have to be, it'd have to be an office-based comedy. Space opera? Yeah. It's, it'd be like The Office put on the moon. <laughs> we kind of had that with, uh, hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. The first were those three were stuck, uh, Danny, uh, Gordo, and oh, uh, yeah. Ed were stuck on. On the moon. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, and I say office on the moon. That's Space Force, literally. (laughs) No, but they weren't on the moon. They They were office in Colorado. Oh, my God. I think, yeah, I think we should do, like, yeah, set it way in the future and where there's colonies on the moon. And so, like, you just can't live for free on the moon. You have to work. So, like, there's they're just an office and you got, like, Space Jim and Space Michael. (laughs) But it's also tied in with, like, Black Mirror where you have to watch, like, TV and advertisements. Yeah. Oh. You remember that? You remember that episode? That was a fucked up episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so a combination of Black Mirror and Space Office. Yeah. That's a good... Yeah, the Office in space, but people actually die. Like, in my oh. office, Jim would have been killed by Roy. Where he attacks him, he dies. Yeah. Well, it turns into a Daylight episode. Yeah. <laughs> Well, to be fair, if this was, if The Office was taking place in 2022, Roy would have just showed up with a fucking AR-15 and yeah. started shooting him. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's That's just, the honest truth, though. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. We're going down the wrong path. I know. But we're t- this, it, went off, this went off oh, the cliff. Oh, boy. Choo-choo. We're off the. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you wrote a TV show, what would it be? You know, I was going to, I like the uh, Space Office idea and someone dies every episode like a main oh, character yeah. and you just keep introducing new main characters. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I don't know. It's kind of, I've told Blanca this, so it, was, it would be because I wanted to write a book about this, but like in the world of suburban sports parents there's like a serial a serial killer a parent who's like a serial killer and you like is like kids on like a travel baseball or volleyball or soccer team and you know it's just like a serial killer type show where they murdering people at volleyball tournaments in like different cities and we're down on video but you people you can't see how like high 
my like eyebrows got perked <laughs> up when he talked because that is an amazing concept. Yeah, like, I'm I, gonna tell the kids like, "Hey, I'm going to bed. We're at the hotel. Yeah. I'm going down to the bar to have a drink. I'll, I'll be back in like an hour." And he like just goes down the street and like kills somebody. Yeah, all the parents are at dinner with the after the tournament, and the the serial killer parents like, "I'm tired. I'm gonna retire early." And 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 like mom B is over there like, "Oh well, little." Uh, little Rafael Cruz can stay with us, and that's in the Rafael Cruz. But little, little whatever can stay with us in the hotel to get back. Or like, if you're not feeling well, they can just sleep in the bed with little Johnny. Yeah. And then you know he's doing his uh, not really like a hitman thing, but like just a serial killer. He's, he's going full American Psycho, where he's the whole room is like wrapped in plastic. And yeah. He's got like Huey Lewis in the news playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like. But it makes it, it's not like Dexter where he's no, got no. his killing shed and he's doing like bad people. It's just like he's like a true serial killer yeah. and like she's got a certain MO. I don't want to give too much away, but. Oh, dude. Yeah. Trademark. I mean, this is, yeah. this is this, Chuck's idea. This has been, I've talked about this for dude, years. You should pitch this for real. I, I just got to figure out how to, I've got to storyboard it and, and get it out, but that's. And then he like has to kill one of the other parents. Yeah, and yeah. that's where one night like it just the thing that clicks in his brain ends up being another parent on the yeah. on the team. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that I would watch that on HBO. All right, when are we gonna start writing it? Yeah, t- tomorrow. Yeah, like amazing. I think that's an amazing idea. Thank you. Like, yeah, there's that's... a lot of those like serial killers and like parent killers and stuff like, but like. You don't see one where it's like, all right, well, we're going to like Phoenix for a volleyball tournament this yeah, weekend. Yeah, it's like the suburban version, you know, because the serial killer is like, oh, it's a scary. That's not. Uh, I mean, you do have like, you know, John Wayne Gacy and others that are like, you know, suburban Illinois, and you, know, they were burying bodies under the house, or you know, Ted Bundy. Sure. You, know, yeah. you have, um, the railway guy, Angel. Ramirez that was in Houston that did oh like yeah rail, killing fields yeah, yeah. I mean, oh yeah the railway killer the railway killer I but that. I mean you have you have a bunch of different versions but I think this was like it's like uh, <laughs> Jim he's six two good looking guy like a cross uh, between Mr Brooks have you seen that no Kevin Cosner and Dane Cook Kevin Cosner is a serial killer with a split personality fucking watch it. I don't think I would could cast Dane Cook because I'd want he'd be no, the, no, no, no. no Dane Cook is going to be it's going to be the first one killed in my uh, show. <laughs> something Dane, like if you're that listening, happens. like yeah. uh, something like that happens uh, in the movie. But a cross between Mr. Brooks yeah. and his alter ego is uh, I'll have to show him after the show. Great actor, great yeah. actor. Um, and he like has an mo and he picks people out anyway. And he's called the thumbprint killer, right? Oh, and so cross between Mr. Brooks. <laughs> And kicking and screaming with Will Ferrell, where he's the soccer dad. <laughs> yes, there you go. And, instead, but I'm not. I'm gonna cast John C. Riley instead of oh, Will totally. Ferrell, like in yeah. Winning Time. Only <laughs> if he wears the shirts yeah. that are unbuttoned all the way down, like See, from Winning Time. Yeah. We learn. We learn two things in this podcast. Um, both are kind of scary. Mike has a real fascination with Kevin Costner that <laughs> he should true. he should yeah. see a psychiatrist to get examined. I should just watch like, Yellowstone if that's the fucking case. Yeah, you every you watch his <laughs> yeah. whole biography, you need yeah. to his filmography, you got to hit Yellowstone next. Yeah. And I'm going to go see the same psychiatrist right after Mike <laughs> because I have a fatuation with serial killers. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we don't talk about that much on the show, but oh. that's one of my favorite things to watch is documentaries and and Murder mysteries and serial killers and Dateline. Yeah, but 
That's that may be due to my fear of death, but that's okay. But it's a uh, <laughs> it's a weird way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. So his alt, so in Mr. Brooks's alter ego, Kevin Cosner's alter ego, who tells him to kill people, is played by William Hurt. Oh, yeah, it's nice. really good. Dane Cook is in it, and don't get too attached to him. Good, because I yeah. despise him. It's pretty. Sorry, it's Dane. pretty great. Yeah, I would put you in my and then it's show. got Demi Moore. Oh, who is not at her best in this movie, yeah. but Kevin Cosner. And William Hurt blow this movie out of the water. It's great. Yeah. So anyways. I don't know if Kevin Costner ever been bad in a movie. I don't People watch much of his movies. was pretty bad, but. Yeah. I mean, the movies I watch, like. For Love Dancing of the Game. Dancing with Wolves, For Love of the Game. Um, I love For Love of the Game. The other baseball movie, Field of Dreams. Oh, yeah. He's great. And Which, R.I.P. Ray Liotta. I think he passed yeah. away since we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. Costner's good in Tin Cup. The golf movie? Bob's Burgers, the cartoon. I'll have to say anything with that. They call it Ten Cups. <laughs> Anyways. All yeah, right. Kevin Cosner. I don't know if he's ever been in a bad movie. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we maybe maybe we'll need to do a podcast where we explore Mike's uh, top Kevin Costner yeah. movies. Top five. Yeah. yeah, Kevin Costner Hall of Fame. We'll beat uh, Prestige TV. To yeah, the, we'll uh, beat to the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah. Uh, the big picture Sean Fennessy's yeah. podcast will do the Kevin unless he's already done I know they did like Tom Cruise recently Nick Cage, Nick Cage. Tom Cruise yeah they did yeah. Tom Cruise because of Top Gun Maverick which yeah. go watch it did you see it yeah I saw it at IMAX it was amazing yeah I wanted to go see Jurassic Park uh, mm. last weekend and yep. I didn't get around to it but I'm gonna try to I need to find a tie I can't because next week's gonna be wild at work and everything but Want to find like a 9 a.m. on a Thursday oh, and yeah. go see it with no one in the theater. Love the matinees, yeah. yeah. Used to do that. Tuesday morning, go to a yeah. 10 a.m. showing. I'm the only person in the theater. Yeah. Me and the weirdo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. Well, we get, we're we starting to go off on a tangent, so I'm going to say uh, Lucy put the dinner on the stove. Uh, <laughs> this ball game's over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love that show. Yeah, but uh, appreciate everybody for joining this week, and uh, be sure to follow us on uh, Spotify, Google Pods, Apple Pods, anywhere you listen to you know your podcast. You know, be sure to tell your friends. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Can We Kick It Pod. You can go to our website, kickingitmedia.com, and you can email us at canwekickitpod1 at gmail.com. Peace!